Hey guys, how are we doing? Welcome back to um, Morning Motivation, a faith-based podcast. I know, I know, I know I have been gone for a minute, but I have been doing some other things. I actually um, just launched a blog and just trying to revamp this channel. Hmm. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So I have something very very, very important for you guys to hear today. Um, This title is Tears Are Cleansing. Tears Are Cleansing. And how many of you have heard that if you are walking in faith, if you are walking with God, I'm pretty sure that you have heard this saying that your tears are cleansing. So we're going to start by reading um, some scriptures. I'm going to start off first by reading Psalms 56 and 8. And if I'm going to give you guys a second to get to that scripture. How have you guys been doing? Hopefully you guys been doing well. I have been doing awesome. I have been busy, but I have been doing awesome and amazing and just thanking God for just life because there's a lot of people who... Um, can't say that this morning or they're just in a rut and they're just stuck there, you know? So I want to say thank you. Thank you guys, first and foremost. And, and I thank God, you know, just for, for life. Yes. Yes. Come on. Come on through life. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so um, we're going to read Psalms 56 and 8. And then we're going to jump on over to Revelation 7 and 17. Okay, so 56 and 8 says, You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. Wow. Wow. That scripture is so, I mean, it is, it's just amazing. Imagine how many tears that we've ever cried in our whole lifetime. And this scripture says that God has collected each tear in a bottle. Wow. That is amazing. That's amazing. So we're going to jump over to Revelation 7, 17. I should already have these scriptures like out and open in my Bible, guys, but I, I don't. So please excuse me if I'm taking a little time to read them. <laughs> 7 and 17. Revelation 7 and verse 17. And it says, For the Lamb, for the Lamb on the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of life-giving water, and God will wipe every tear from their eyes. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for wiping every tear that I've ever cried from my eyes. Amen. So, um, sometimes speaking to God through our tears is necessary. Crying isn't a sign of weakness, but a sign of strength. Many times I've cried about a particular situation 
and the next day God gave me an answer or it was taken care of. Mm. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) How you're just crying about a certain situation and, you know, it seems like there's no end to the means. It seems like nothing you can do nothing about it because it's already like it's a situation or a circumstance. But God gives you revelation the next day. God shows you a way out the next day. Wow. Sometimes the best way to worship Christ is through our tears. God hears us when our mouths cannot physically pray through our tears. There is a scripture that says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. This is true. If you notice, sometimes you may cry throughout the whole night and the next day, the pain you felt eases up. There is more peace and you feel more accepting of the situation that was given to you. So not not to say that you have to accept every situation that comes your way, because no, by any means, no, if it's not of God, you don't have to accept it. But you're more at ease after you cried about it, after you've cried out to the Lord and you've bear, you've laid your burdens down before him. It's like, I can handle this. You wake up feeling refreshed and renewed. Hallelujah. Rejuvenated. You wake up feeling like you can take on everything that comes your way. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. Or you have the strength to fight harder the next day than you did the day before. It's because those tears washed away the sadness and sorrow that you felt if you believed that God could take away the pain. So you have to be a believer in order to feel this. Because sometimes some people, um, even me at times, I'm going to say myself, we hold on to things. It's like, oh my God, Lord, I can't believe this is happening in my life. And we, we, we hold on to it for so long that we never release it and let go. We never believe that God can change it. We never believe that God can wipe away the sorrow or the sadness that happens. So you must be a believer and believe that God can do this. Oftentimes, tears of guilt could rectify a bad situation. So what I mean by that is that tears of guilt. So if you're guilty about something that you've done, a mistake you've made, and you've cried about it, you've laid down your burdens before the Lord, sometimes that guilt will rectify the situation because God says, okay, you've repented. You've repented for this situation. You've you've acknowledged the mistake that you've made. You've acknowledged the wrongdoing that was done. And I forgive you. And God can, uh, he can remove um, that situation from your life. Excuse me, I had to take a little sip of some tea. But he can remove that situation from your life. So God is a, a giver of second chances, third chances, fourth chances, fifth chances. So if you 
begin to acknowledge where you went wrong and it comes through crying. Sometimes it has to come through crying because crying, remember, is cleansing. God needs us to cry out to him more times than usual because it shows vulnerability to his spirit and that we acknowledge our wrongdoing. So we become vulnerable to the Holy Spirit. We become humble. God acknowledges that. Wow, that's amazing. Mm. The more your chest is poked out, the more boastful you become. The more your chest is pushed in, the more humble you are. So this is the acronym that the Holy Spirit gave to me. The more boastful, when we stand up and we are, um, think about it, when you're walking into a room full of people, like you can be at an office party, you can be at a meeting, um, anytime you're walking into a room full of people, usually you're standing up with your chest poked out because you know you look good in that dress. Okay, sis? Or you know your hair and your makeup is flawless. Okay? You're usually standing up, upright, chest poked out. Like, um, the stuff, okay? But sometimes God wants your chest to be in a little bit more, you know? And not to say he wants you to be hunchback of Notre Dame. No, you're always going to walk in a room with your head held high. Amen. But that humility, people are drawn to the way, how humble you are. Even though you know you look good. Even though you know you just spent $500 on this dress. Uh, I don't think I've ever spent $500 on a dress, y'all. But even, <laughs> but one day, <laughs> but even though you know your hair is beautiful and your makeup is done well, you don't, you don't necessarily have to draw that attention to yourself because the Holy Spirit will draw attention. People will be drawn because of your humility. Like, even though you know you you are in a you're in control you may be a boss you may be a boss woman a boss beauty even though you know you're in control and you are you know you've earned that right to walk in that room like that you don't necessarily have to show everybody that and um this says think about it when you walk into a room sometimes it's necessary to put your chest in a little because even though you hold all the power People are more drawn to those who don't show it as much. No, I'm not saying to be hunchback of Notre Dame. I just said that. But always submit yourself as humble and walk in the authority of God. So when you're walking into the authority of God and not in the authority of Dominique. um, When you begin to... Walk in the authority of God, right? Um, God shows up. <laughs> and God begins to draw people to you, okay? It says, when I was walking in the corporate slash business world, because as you guys know, I was a manager for McDonald's for 10 years. So we had a lot of business meetings, a lot of manager meetings, you know, a lot of things like that. And we had to dress you know, collared shirts, make sure, you know, we have professional pants on, you know, uh, business, business attire. There were times that I would come into the meeting and I would do more listening than talking. I listened to my colleagues and the Holy Spirit told me when it was time for me to speak. 
When I opened my mouth, even my boss was stunned by the authority of God that came out of it. Amen. So there will be times that I will go into these meetings and God will say, say nothing because there were a bunch of, there were a few, I'm not going to say a bunch of, that was not really in agreement, agreement with me and, and the God I served. Amen. And I had to begin to not always want to speak. Now, there were times where God would tell me to speak, but there were times where God would tell me to just sit back and listen and I will tell you when to speak. Amen. So I had to be keen in listening to his spirit before I spoke, before I spoke. I had to listen to how God wanted me to speak, when he wanted me to speak, when was the right time to speak. Amen. And I was respected more. I, I think I was asked more questions or, or my opinion about more things when I begin to do that. Amen. So sometimes God wants us to be full of humility, even when we know we're, we're a boss or we know we're a manager. Sometimes it pays to be to listen instead of speaking so much. Amen. So when we cry, just know it is not a sign of weakness, but things are beginning to change with every tear that is falling. God is working it out in our favor. So just know that if you've if you've ever cried, if you've ever had a time where you were in a situation and you just was like, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this, but I just, I don't even know how to pray about it. I want to cry. Or, I, or you begin to just cry out to the Lord. He honors that. He hears every tear. Every tear you've cried, He, God put those tears in a bottle, okay? He remembers every tear you've ever cried. And he, he is showing you favor in all of those situations. So I want to pray with you today. Lord, thank you, God, for the knowledge that you've given me to speak to your people, God. Lord, thank you for every tear that I've ever cried. Thank you for every tear that I've ever shed, God. Even times where I didn't know what to pray about, God, my tears did the praying, God. Amen. You knew exactly what was on my heart, God. So I pray for each and every individual listening to this podcast today that you show up, amen, and that you show out in their lives, God. Whatever situation that they're dealing with right now, God, that you turn it around and that you show them favor, God, and that they begin to cleanse themselves by crying, God. Sometimes it is necessary to cry. You have to release some things. Mm, You have to become rejuvenated and renewed in some things. And God wants us to be vulnerable before him. So, Lord, I pray for each and every person that is listening to the sound of my voice today that you show them favor in every situation that comes before them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, 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 amen. If you want to connect with me, um, you can follow me at Stylist Dominique Ashley on Instagram or you can follow me on Facebook at Dominique Mitchell. And also, I um, have a blog called Dominique Ashley Inspires. Inspires is spelled N-S-P-I-R-E-S. You can always Google it. It's on Google. Um, 
and get some inspiration, get some motivation, (laughs) hallelujah, and build your faith. Thank you all for listening and have a blessed day.